Hey everyone, welcome out to episode 277 of The Good, The Bad, and The Gee. I'm your host and the most, Nick Nitro, and what you're about to hear is part three of the Why Not Green Adventures in Space, or Adventures in Space and Time, yes, the time is implied, uh, serial that The Good, The Bad, and The Gee is doing part of their live show. Um, as of right now, Why Not Green is sort of a permanent fixture of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky. Um, it all sort of started with the idea that we would do a sketch every now and then, not every episode, um, but uh, with the live show, it, it really feels like it's uh, it's doing well, and I, I feel like after uh, this episode, it sort of ends with a, a little bit of a dramatic moment, and I, I was actually very pleased with it. I hope you will be too. Um, Sorry, I'm drinking my water. I know that's a big no-no on podcasts to eat or drink, but um, I was feeling a little parched there. I say that, so I so apologize. But uh, again, just a little reminder that this show would not be anything without Packrat Comics performing the li- providing the live space. So thank you to Jamie and Teresa Colgrove from Packrat Comics. They're the Eisner uh, Award-winning comic shop of the year for 2015, and I hope they get nominated, and I hope they even win in 2016. Um, they're such great, amazingly kind people. Um, also, our show is sponsored by the It's All Been Done Radio Hour. Uh, you can check out that show. Uh, now moving, uh, after the February show, to Mad Lab. So, February show is their final February show. Come check them out here at Pack Rat, and then also, um... Follow them at Mad Labs. And the podcast is now live, guys. It's so freaking cool, you guys. So you guys need to just check it out. It's all been on RadioHour.com. I would also just throw out there, too, that uh, hopefully by the time this goes up, hopefully, knock on wood, <laughs> is that I get the website GBGPodcast.com updated uh, under the GBG Live section of upcoming dates and performances and what have you. Uh... Uh, and, and also, for those who might want to maybe in the local Columbus area would like to try out and be a part of the show, um, if you come to the live show, nine times out of ten, we might have audience interaction. It might be very limited, like just repeat after me, give me a G, G, give me an L, L, yeah, that kind of thing. But, and a big old but to that, uh, and I cannot lie, no other brother can't deny kind of thing, is, uh, I forgot where I was going with this. Uh, wait a minute. Isn't that horrible? You you sit there and you, you stop, you go, let's go for the joke, and then you go like, fart knockers. I don't remember what the hell I was talking about. And I was also trying not to say the F word there, even though I really wanted to. I don't know why. I'm trying not to cuss as much. I think it's because I'm getting older. Um, and by older, I mean I'm going to probably have kids within the next like three to five years. <sighs> so... I'm trying not to cuss. I keep telling my fiance that the phrase "mother puss bucket" is a great way not to cuss, but she doesn't. She just gives me a look and just it's like, "No, you're wrong." Um, I'm sorry. What was I trying to say uh, about pack rats? Uh, pack rats, awesome. Oh, but uh, our final live or, or all been done radio hours final live show is the February show, so check them out. And we're going to be moving into their space at 7 p.m. starting with our March show. But gbgpodcast.com is where we will host uh, information on our live shows, when they are, and how you can join in on the action outside of general audience interaction. I'm talking about you could, if you send us an audition uh, with the audition packet that's provided, get a part in the show. How cool is that? So please check it out. We're also, and I'm just going to I'm gonna tease it here, but... Um, at Packard, I'm I'm hoping that for this next year, that uh, we are we're probably going to do a little bit of uh, 
Hopefully, I'm, I'm hoping. And, and it's, it started off as a writing exercise, but uh, Rookie Bullwinkle shall maybe be coming to The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky live. Why are we doing this again? That's a good question, Bullwinkle. I have no idea. Well, maybe you should find out. Oh, is it because you're paying us? Well, I wouldn't go that far. Ooh, that makes me sad. Rocky's bummed about it. Maybe that's a plot point for the show. It could be. I don't want to spoil anything. Well, stop spoiling it. Oh, wait, I'm spoiling it. Oh, Drat, I'm just going to go walk away now. That boinkles a character, ain't he? So, please, uh, I hope this gets you a little excited. And also, why not green, which you're about ready to listen to if I would stop frickin' rambling for five seconds is what's coming up next. The pilot was a three-part pilot. This is part three. For those who don't know, um, Why Not Green tells the story of Marcy McWall, at least in the pilot, tells the story of the professor and Doc Green, who go off to save the professor's, uh, one of his most favorite companions, uh, Marcy McWaltz. Um, for those who want just a really quick byline of it, it's what if the, the doctor from Doctor Who meets Doc Brown from Back to the Future, and they're each other's companions, sort of. Because they, supposedly, it's left very ambiguous that, but, uh, except for Doc Green, but even the professor is left rather ambiguously that he can't keep any companions alive. So, yeah. This is episode 277 of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky. Here is Why Not Green Pilot Part 3, which is, um, do I have the name here? I don't think I have, I'm looking in the show notes. But I do not. Mm, very sad, very sad. So, that's my fault. I maybe have to do that when we have the show. Because if you do come to the show, by the way, I'd like to point out there, you get a nice little program. Uh, you get like a little blurb of me rambling for a bit, which hopefully is funny, if not. And you also you get uh, additional show notes um, and all that stuff on the back. So, but uh, anyway... We'll start episode 277, now that I'm done rambling, of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky. Here's Why Not Green! Adventures in space and time, and yes, the time is implied. Last time, our ever-relatable Marcy McWalt went from living a normal life to being sucked into a wicked game of hot potato by a murderous race of evolved crockpots called Rockots. What about evil? I thought that was implied with murderous. Uh, fair enough. Proceed. Everyone's a critic. Lucky for Marcy, though. Before the Rockots could blow her up with their weapon, the deadly, explosive, thermal hot potato, she was saved by the Professor Oi. and Doc Green. <laughs> Great scooter! Together, the Professor and Doc Green have traveled back in time, not only to save Marcy, but also the world. Or maybe just Idaho. Why Idaho? Why not? Get it? Uh-huh. <laughs> Perhaps, or maybe it is the state that the cloaked cardboard box-looking ship of the Rockots is hovering over? Perhaps, or maybe it would just be easier to say, we've come back in time to save the universe. Ooh, sounds snappy. I like that. Hmm, I thought so too. But the Professor Marcy and Doc Green were captured on the Rockot ship, where the evil Crockpots... Rockots. They're Rockots. I know, Crockpots, though. Yeah. No, but they're called Rockpots. <laughs> yes, I, I understand. Oh, but it, it's Crockpots, so it's... Rockpots. Rockpots, yes. Evil Crockpots. Crockpots. It does say that Crockpots. I see this. Where the evil Crockpots unveiled their catastrophe. That's a strong plan. 
to not only wipe out Marcy out of, out of existence, but to bomb the planet. Dun, dun, dun. Or is that their plan? Luckily for us, our heroes had time standing around being held captive by the Rockots to try to figure it out. There, they saw a large stockpile of potatoes being used as ammo. Ever observant, though, it led Marcy to say, Look at those beautiful gems near the potatoes. Gems? And for the first time, the usually observant professor realizes he should have been more observant. Oh, how stupid. How stupid. We now complete our tale with this week's installment called Don't Feel Me, Bro! Or Tater's Gonna Hate, Hate, Hate! Already in process. What? Why would you call oh, me stupid? No, 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 not you. Not you, my beautifully sweet girl. But me. How could I be so daft? That is what they want you to think. What? This is just surplus. That there is the real reason they came to Idaho. Quiet! Quiet, you! Quiet! Idaho's nickname is also the Gem State, one of the few colonies that produce large, copious amounts of gems, including the largest diamond ever found in the continental U.S. And that is why those stones, those gems are there. Exactamundo! They are a rare gem only found in Idaho. They are considered semi-precious compared to humans, but in the future, they are the new diamond for both recreation and scientific purposes. So, you have figured it out, yes, professor. Too bad you won't live long enough to stop it. Execute them. Over me! Over me! And as the Rockots prepare their dastardly final move of shooting a thermal potato bomb right into the faces of the Professor and Doc Green and Marcy, that is when an explosion rocks the side of the ship! looks at the figure who comes through at seven feet tall with large, muscly muscles and a strappy futuristic machine gun chomping on a cigar comes... Oh no! Yes! Mr. Potato Head! Yes, Mr. Potato Head. The cigar being chomped on by the spud-like head with a little bowler hat and a bow tie and a fun black soup strainer. You rang doctors! Well, actually, I have a doctorate, but I'm a professor. But, oh, you know what, never mind. Oh, Potato Head! You old cheeky badger, it's great to see you. Your distress call was accurate, Professor. Potato Head! Potato Head! Potato Head! I do not understand. You see, while we were arguing earlier, it was distracting you from the fact that the Professor and I were actually secretly relaying a message to our friend in the future. But from your timeline, the sworn enemy of the Rockots, a sentient life that has also evolved and grew from his captors. Potatoes! Potatoes! Your reckoning is here. We saw what you've done. We see what you will do. We see everything. Oh, I like that. What? Potatoes. They have eyes. Literally, they have eyes everywhere. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but they can't see you. Enough talk, Professor. Playtime is over, Rock Arts. Let us not be too hasty. Hasty? Doesn't that rhyme with tasty? Which is what you said when you killed my wife! Now, now, let us not have tempers flare. Enough! And with that, the rippling biceps, 
and the sturdy but also oddly flexible arms of Mr. Potato Head swing into action as he fires his gun and a massive battle commences. As the Rockots flood the room, Mr. Potato Head takes many with ease as the leader of the Rockots quickly ducks for cover. Cover? Wait, what? How does a giant crockpot duck? Mm. <laughs> I'm a bad example. Just go ahead. I'm not going forward. That doesn't make any sense. And like that, the grumpy and pissy professor, you know, just kind of oh, turns around, starts looking all weird and stuff, you know, flipping his fingers, flapping pages. Uh, I mean, yes, very polite, nice, handsome professor, uh, you know, very helpful professor, used his sonic spatula, and just like that, everything was fixed. <clears throat> so where was I? Ah, yes. As an additional, as additional rockouts flooded the room, firing lasers, Mr. Potato Head, with much ease, takes many of the incoming forces out with his BMFG, as the leader of the Rockots quickly ducks into... He didn't change it! Oh my... Keep going! Keep going! Please keep Fine! God, you try working under these conditions. We are... We do. Anyway, as the leader of the Rockots ducks behind something which makes no sense for the weight and height and density or size, and movement of a rock eye, the professor and Doc Green grab Marcy and make a run for the Jarvis on the other side of the room. Great Scooter! It's all the way over there! And it's a minefield of potatoes! Mr. Potato Head needs to start hitting those gems. They'll lose power. But then the whole ship goes down! With us in it! But it could also give us the diversion we need to get to the Jarvis. Jarvis! Ah! What is it? Oh god, I thought I heard it again. Heard what again? Cockroaches. Madagascar hissing cockroaches. Madagascar hissing cockroaches?! Oh no, this isn't good! Mr. Potato Head, more gems, less rock ops! Can do, Professor! And like that, Mr. Potato Head starts aiming for the semi-precious gems that the rock ops had on board. And as he did so, the ship trembles and quakes. The structure has been compromised! Losing power! Losing power! Losing power! And the entire rock ops ship begins to tilt a bit as it slowly descends down the mountainside. Now, run for the job! Jarvisat! But the cockroaches! But we don't have time for that right but now! But we may never have time, don't you see? No, it won't happen. It can't. Not with me. She's under my protection. You hear me? She's under my protection! Hey, idiots! Hurry up! I'm already in the ship, and any longer this whole thing is gonna flip over on its head and your precious ship is gonna crush you! Come on! Alright, we're coming. Go ahead, Doc. I gotta get Potato Head. Where you at, you little rusty bucket? Potato Head! Not now, Professor. I mean, I dig you, man, but this is personal. It can be for me sometimes, too, but I know when it's smart to live and fight another day. Not today, Professor. Today is where I stand my ground. I end this. Ain't that right, Admiral Rockot, serial number 3472.94? I cannot save you if you don't come with me. Yeah, but maybe I don't want to be saved, Professor. Oh. As the Professor dodges the warning shots fired by Mr. Potato Head, the Professor runs back to his ship to Jarvis. Jarvis and Before he closes the door, he shares a glance. A glance of friendship, pain, and trust. And I
Or maybe he was just hungry. I was not rude. Either way, he knows that this was the last time he'd ever see Mr. Potato Head alive. At least for now. I mean, this is a show with time travel, you know? The ship begins to completely turn on its side, and a few of the potatoes fall into the Jarvis before the professor can shut the door. But Doc Green, Marcy McWaltz, and the professor stay on their feet. <laughs> Gotta love a good stability program. If not, we'd be all, you know, wibbly-wobbly. All right, Doc, cue it up. Outside, the Jarvis, through, though Mr. Potato Head recovers himself, picking up his gun and looking in the distance, he finds his rival, the one who murdered his love, Mrs. Potato Head. There you are, Admiral Rock God Seal number 3472.94. I've waited a long time for this. What are you going to do? I'm going to create an explosion so big, there's no way that not even you can come out of it. Mr. Potato Head picks up some of the gem fragments and starts wiring them into the control panel and odds and ends, with things hanging all around with whatever else he can find. Before the Admiral realizes, he has a remote now in his hand. But you will die. Then I guess baked potato is on the menu. Overbake! Overbake! Boom! 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 And the explosion is so fierce and potent that any potato in a 50-mile radius explodes from the impact, leaving quite a few upset diners. Meanwhile, more than 50 miles away in the hovering Jarvis... Wow! How's that? That was so much fun! We tumbled a little bit, but it wasn't too bad. I mean, from the explosion, I mean. But, God, all the potatoes that fell in here just exploded? That was awesome! Potato Head must have used those gems to power everything up, making himself a power thermal bomb. But... Being potatoes in the future are evolved, it sent a shockwave out exploding the potatoes. That or they exploded with empathy at the loss of one so great. You can pick whichever one you prefer. Either way, Marcy, you have some spunk. Wording. I mean, spot on your face. Wording. Oh no, that actually works. Alright, so now what? Now, now we take you back. We take you back to your timeline and... We'll, we'll... have to do something about our memory. Yes, I'm, I'm sorry, Marcy, but... We have to let things play out the way they need to play out. But I, I don't want to... Just remember, you and me, we save galaxies, millions of lives. We will make a great team. It's for the greater good. The greater good! The greater good? The greater good! Yes, Marcy, the greater good. The greater good! Oh, will you stop that? <laughs> Maybe. Okay, so we'll drop you off and that's it. But you won't remember this, but... I don't want to forget this, though. I've... I've actually had fun! We have to! Just take this! What, what is that? It's a forget-me-not pill from the future! Or forget me now, I'm sorry. It erases the past 24 hours or unless it's programmed correctly a certain number of hours on a person's day. You've been with this program for 17 hours, so I programmed that pill to erase 18 hours of your life! But... I, no, no I, buts. I, Just know, we'll be having fun again soon. The professor holds his hands out to hug Marcy, who now is no longer hesitant, but jumps out and hugs the professor. As she does so, Doc Green fails to see him whispering something into her ear as he holds her hands oddly and then lets go. Doc Green comes over, <laughs> comes over finally and hugs her too as she pops the pill and waves goodbye. And like that, they drop Marcy McWaltz off exactly where she was. Well, somewhere near where she was before the events in the Malta place, but it's still an hour or two later. 
As the Jarvis doors closed, Doc Green and Professor quickly exchanged glances and hit knobs and buttons as the Jarvis begins to phase out of time to the future. By a few months, to December 19th, where the doors open, revealing a harsh, snowy field. A field that is part of a cemetery and covered underneath the snow are gravestones. Did we do it? As the professor looks ahead, he wipes the snow from the top of one of the gravestones. And he looks ahead, and he falls to his knees. Professor! Did we? Doc Green goes outside to join his colleague, to see him crestfallen. As ahead of him, on the tombstones, reads Marcy McWaltz, beloved daughter, friend, and companion. We didn't save her. I didn't save her. Blasted time roaches! They're locked onto our time signature! She produces so much time energy, and your people were the only ones who kept them in check. But with your people dead, there's no one to stop things like this from happening. Great Scooter. It doesn't matter, does it? Without the Chronolords, we can never save Marcy. Oh, I thought I was more clever, and I still wasn't clever enough. What do you mean? Okay, so you gave her the forget-me-now pill, but I gave her the future's version to counteract that, the forget-me-not pill. I that. I didn't give it to her. Yes, well, she took that instead. But it still didn't matter. She still died. Maybe you should come inside for a drink. There were a lot of potatoes that exploded everywhere inside the Java set, and I'm making vodka. My studies show, thanks to the gems, they're going to have an amazing aftertaste. More potent than a normal potato. You know, I could find my archenemy and the former friend, the Proctor, and he could administer some tests. Professor! Or maybe we could go back and stop me from- Let it go. Just like Frozen. I need a moment. <laughs> I need a moment before I go into that ship and act as if nothing happened. Before I have to listen to that same damned Huey Lewis in the news song. Okay. I'll be inside the Jarvis I mean, the Jarvis making vodka. I tried. I really did. And I won't ever give up. You know what? Because I am clever. And I'll find a way to be more clever than any of you bloody roaches. I'll find a way to suck that stupid, that stupid cockroach energy and life force dry until there's nothing left. This is my promise. This is my oath because I am the professor. As the snow begins to slowly fall, the professor stands. I'll help you. With whatever you need. I mean, we both can't keep companions alive anyway. I feel like I've exhausted all my companions, all 3,598 of them parallel universe versions. You, though, get it. So, let's do this. Let's find a way to save Mossy from those ugly time roaches. Before we do this, though, have a sip of this. What? Oh, I, I don't drink. <laughs> Everyone drinks from this, huh? Why? Why not? <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> I did, yeah, yeah. I get why people don't like it when I do it. <laughs> uh, I've just never had a drink before in my life. I, I don't know why, I just stayed away from the stuff. Yeah, like you'll become addicted. Just have a sip, trust me, it'll help. Oh, it burns. Ugh. More, please. Hey, did you change... Wait, is this still Huey Lewis? It is! Well, you got it stuck on repeat. I was tired of hearing that same song, too, you know? So I just took the repeat track off, and here you go! Hmm. Nice. Oh, you're just as clever, aren't you? About time! Now let's get going! We have your companion to save! Oh, 
Yes. Uh, you're gonna give me more vodka, right? Jesus, Professor, this is a marathon, not a sprint. Calm down. It's just really. It's just really good. Is this the professor's companion, Marcy McWaltz, lost, lost forever? Do you think Doc Green and Professor Why Not can change the timelines and save her? And what will happen? And what happened to the professor's people, the Chrono Lords? And boy, does this professor love his vodka! <laughs> what happens next time? You'll have to find out on the next installment of Why Not Green: Adventures in Space and Time. Time is implied. Oh yeah, I said that. Yeah. yeah.